Hi, my name is Rishi and you're listening to Amidst the Chaos exclusively on Anchor. Today we have a very special guest with us, Sahil. Hi Sahil, welcome to the show. Hey Rishi, thanks for having me. Pleasure man, always a pleasure. So Sahil and I, we go way back, I think way back to 2015 where we were working for one of the corporate biggies uh, in New Delhi, India. And uh, long time man, it's almost five years, how's life been? Life's been all right. Yeah, it's been a long time, man. Uh, uh, five years is a long time. A lot has happened in between. Absolutely, and with this COVID nineteen situation, I think everything has changed this year uh, in too short period of time. So I think you're working with uh, another corporate biggie out there. Any music happening in life right now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the corporate part really doesn't help with the music, but yeah, music is always going to be a part of my life. So that is definitely going on. Although I'm really excited about the changes that COVID has brought to us. I mean, work from home for life. Like that's like dreamland for me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I remember. So yeah, I mean, uh, we were just discussing this the other day. You know. uh sometimes people feel hesitant to raise these kind of topics because it may be uncomfortable maybe strong emotions can emerge and you know people may feel they don't have enough information or background to talk about this but uh, you know from police involved deaths of black and latinx men to let's say everyday racism to confederate flag controversies with sports figures celebrities getting involved in the conversation there's a lot to grapple with uh, and discuss Uh, no surprise for guessing we're talking about racism today and Sahil and I we were discussing this the other day and the conversation became very intense and we thought there's a lot that people uh, probably do not want to talk about but uh, you know Sahil and I we have never lived in denial we have been famous for uh, controversy uh, in the corporate houses as well going back to i think our friendship uh, you know for the love of wrestling uh, we got along together uh you know we were we were fans of hardy boys me being uh, the younger one I was jeff hardy for for wrestling fans to relate to and sahil was mad sahil yeah man i remember i wanted to be jeff but yeah uh, you being the younger one i was just yeah man you can take it <laughs> so elder brotherly of me of course of course so yeah i mean you know, you know talking of um one of the most controversial topics out there which is racism uh this brings me to George Floyd right George Floyd and what happened to George Floyd uh recently i'm sure you've you've heard the news and of course you also would have seen the video uh you know a lot of protests starting from black lives matter to uh i can breathe you know all of these hashtags coming in so have you been following the news lately Of course, man. And this is one of the saddest pieces of news that I've heard. Um, I mean, it's just appalling. Just because it it got so graphic and all of the details came out, uh, it's definitely garnering the kind of attention it should. But I still feel like none of the conversations happening around are as uh, real as they should be. I mean, of course, people do need to protest against atrocities, atrocities such as these and. Uh, people who have been you know, suppressed for years and years and decades they need to come out strongly and protest their cause but i feel like the conversation that we had around this was uh i suppose that conversation had to get out somehow because i felt like the things that people were doing weren't 
although they were an effective thing to do but i don't think it actually tackled the real issue uh, in play here right and i think uh, you know the kind of videos that have come out are a reminder that the issue was never about a lack of uh, evidence you know they reveal in the lens to which those in power will go to avoid facing the truth and uh, what is happening in those videos is a manifestation of you know systemic racism i think and to acknowledge that would call into the question the system that benefits the powerful and that's always been the case ain't it i mean when these videos stack one upon another and are added to our personal slides i think a deep unsettling anger rises you know in the soul of a disinherited and beleaguered people so yeah i mean i think this has been going on for a very long time it depends on what is the focus uh, you know of our rage are we really upset with the police officer who placed his knee on the neck of a man who was pleading for his life for nearly 9 minutes uh, while while three fellow officers looked on are we mad at the vigilantes maybe who got in a pickup truck to hunt down an unarmed black man uh, are we enraged by the white woman who tried to weaponize the police by claiming that a black man who requested you know that she you know leash her dog in central park was threatening her life uh you know or are we worried with the apathy of so many i mean it's it's is this crazy as to what has happened and uh the turn of events around this yeah man you're absolutely right uh, there is no <laughs> real way to find out what people are actually acting out against i mean uh even during the protests i've heard the people been vandalized buildings i mean why would they do that you're out there protesting black lives so mm-hmm. i don't think vandalism is going to help with that uh so yeah i i feel like uh, people really misunderstand or their anger gets misdirected because they maybe aren't as aware of their own emotions as well so i got to thinking and i realized that perhaps the underlying issue of you know racism is discrimination in general and that's something that is so embedded into humans as a species uh you know what i'm talking about i mean we we started our friendship because of the common love of wrestling and music and we sort of ganged up together and made fun of other people <laughs> although obviously we were pretty harmless we wouldn't do we wouldn't uh, like uh, go out of our way to harm them or look down upon them but you understand this right that people try to hang out with people that more that have more in common with them or who are sort of alike so i think that is one aspect that people miss out on everybody thinks of themselves as like this perfect human being oh no i'm not racist but on some level people are doing something or the other that discriminates so that is the real issue at hand here and racism is obviously like more uh, advanced form of that right absolutely and i think it's not just about what has happened in recent times in the us you would agree that this goes way back when uh, you know african americans were brutalized in in humongous ways and i think in our country that we live in we see indians trending you know hashtag black lives matter but in this very country we find continuous attacks on blacks ain't it i mean how do indians see blacks or what stereotype do we indians have of them because uh, i remember back in 2017 when i was in delhi uh, there was this news where african students were attacked and beaten by a vigilante mob in you know greater noida charged with selling drugs uh, you know racism in india also is vast and varied you know, who can forget the bjp member of parliament i don't want to name the guy uh, not sure if my podcast would be Uh, that famous uh, and i would be screwed but uh, if we were racist why would the entire south you know the tamils uh, you know kerala karnataka andhra why do we live with them why do they live with us uh, he should tell us black south indian folks right i mean 
I'd like to know his reasons as well. I'm talking about the BJP, you know, member uh, who revealed certain statements back in 2017. The list goes on and on, man. So it's not yeah, just with America. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think uh, the main reason for this happening is that we just inherit human quality within us that we try to find like-minded people or people who are more like us. Um, obviously, there's nothing wrong with that. People do want that. People do want to be able to associate with others and make themselves understood. And the best way to do it is to find like-minded people. But when this actually becomes a problem is when. people start to look down upon others they they think that they are on like a superior superior level or superior ground and they can judge people from above and think of people who are different from them as being worse so that is where the real issue is and i think that is what needs to be tackled by each individual obviously we need to keep acting as a group as a society against these instances but i think it's every individual's responsibility to look within themselves and just put a check on that and maybe have a talk with their real self uh to figure out whether they are doing this on some level because i'm sure it's very prevalent and it's it's very normal for most most people to do this i mean uh this is how classes come into being this is why we think that maybe someone who is better dressed is better educated or is just better off than someone who was more worthy of our attention or friendship yeah absolutely and i think talking of uh, you know racism uh i i still can't get over the fact as to why blacks are still stereotyped as drug peddlers uh you know savages cannibals also for that matter in indian psych and thereby in the indian news and also entertainment media you know uh it is just crazy man i remember living in malvianagar in delhi when i was in uh you know american express back in the day i think 2015 we're talking about and uh, this is an area which is uh, also famous for a lot of black people living there and i remember boarding autos uh, you know and other public transport uh, services where uh, the guy wouldn't board or maybe rather on board a black guy and i i would i would be lying if i said i was not scared uh, you know of of black guys they're usually 6364 6, maybe more than 200 pounds and uh, black people just scared the shit out of me i don't know why but there is this psyche inside us that black people are like that i mean they're just big they're bad they're savages they probably would you know eat me up and stuff like that yeah, coming from man where is this coming from I, i i know stereotypes exist for a reason and i i think most people don't want to agree to this but they they might have a, a part of themselves which is slightly fearful of them or maybe going into a place where uh, i mean i see it in movies too in, in tv shows as well it uh, some characters are just afraid of going into uh, an area which is totally populated by blacks so <laughs> i think stereotypes do exist for a reason i mean us indians are i don't think we have the best view uh, i don't think we are viewed as very nice people by the rest of the world so um yeah they do exist for a reason but then it's just wrong to generalize everything so the first step is what you did is to recognize it and to accept it that hey maybe i i am a racist or maybe i do discriminate against other people the next step is to get over it and maybe try to find the person try to 
understand each individual human being rather than just stereotyping them all because of your own prejudices mm-hmm. of course yep and i think you were talking about some of your experiences the other day wherein uh, you had traveled to i think europe and uh, some incidents uh, happened oh. <laughs> well i'm all aware of how indians are viewed uh, upon by uh, especially westerners so Mm-hmm. uh it was a trip it was a, a two week trip to nice and barcelona ibiza and rome so i was obviously quite apprehensive and i was a little bit scared because again man i mean i've spent enough time on on internet on the internet to understand uh what kind of views people have on indians in general and i know for a fact that everybody does have maybe that kind of rate looking out and they just quickly appears of your actions and maybe looking at you with the corner of their eyes is thinking what move you could make uh so i actually had mixed experiences um most of them i am really happy to say very pleasant uh so me and my friend we were struggling with uh there's this concept of uh prepaid bikes over there so we were strug- struggling with the machinery and there was this French family that just walked up to us and the little girl looked really amused uh that we were struggling with that bit and they offered to help and they just went away smiling and for a second I was just there in silence wondering about what just happened and how things seemed so normal and then I realized that human beings have more things in common than uh differences so those guys saw that i was struggling and they probably must have struggled with it at some point in their lives and they just thought of helping a guy out who was just you know struggling with something that he didn't understand right. and that just eased me and the rest of my trip was uh i was just a little bit uh, more loosened up than i was before on the other hand uh there was this time when i went into a supermarket and I obviously don't know how to speak French. I just know the basics how to greet them and some few uh, numbers and thank yous and bon appétit, bon voyage, you know the the regular stuff that most people generally talk about. So uh, we weren't carrying uh, our toothbrushes or we forgot about our toothbrushes and I went into the store and um, I greeted the guy and I asked for a toothbrush. That that was it. I just said, "Hey, do you have a toothbrush?" And the guy just looked at me Blankly, I started gesturing with my hands, and as soon as I did, that guy literally shouted at me and asked me to run out of the store. I mean, that's what I assumed he was saying <laughs> because of the gestures. And I just ran out of there, completely scared. Like it was a crime not to know the French language. Uh, but yeah, that was just one instance. Uh, I also had a very cool experience with this uh, waiter once who was serving us at a French cafe. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he was just one of those people who wanted to other who wanted to make other people feel welcomed and more comfortable and at ease. So he just struck up a conversation with me, and I don't know how the conversation went on. I mean, I don't remember the details of it, but finally. uh we ran into one of my favorite works of art which is anime and manga and that guy used to uh read what is my favorite manga of all time which is one piece mm-hmm. and i was just so happy to talk to that guy in the middle of france uh probably talked to him for about 15 or 20 minutes and 
yeah he, he looked pretty happy too and we I, i guess we both realized that uh, on some level there's just more to another human being and you can find out so many more com- common grounds than just uh trying to be skeptical about somebody's race or where they're coming from <laughs> absolutely and i this this reminds me of my instances that i've had uh and i i haven't done a lot of travel in terms of you know overseas uh uh you know travels but uh, in india i've had you know a couple of experiences uh, that have literally frightened me one of them was that when i had just come down to delhi from bombay uh one of my friends in, in fact one of my flatmates was into coke and uh, at around i think 1:30 in the night uh, i had come back from work and uh, the only guy to get us coke at that point was a black guy and we were in malviya nagar at the time a pretty shady place um you know yeah in, i know the outskirts of malviya nagar and uh, at 1:30 we take an auto and uh, i think we reached uh, arjungarh and that, that's like the delhi gurgaon border i'm sure you've been there and uh, from arjungarh we had to board another cab uh, when a black guy was uh, you know accompanying us and it was just the driver uh, the black guy in the front and uh, the, my flatmate and i in the back seat right and i'm shitting my pants cuz it's 1:30 in the night i think it's in december it's freezing cold outside and uh, i don't even know where we are going uh, i asked my friend do you know this chap have you have you you know gathered coke in the past from this chap and he goes no this is my first time and he's dead drunk <laughs> and you're telling me now bro <laughs> <laughs> this this chap is dead drunk okay uh, my flatmate so i am probably the only guy who's in his senses not sure about the black guy also not sure about the driver and this is not some uber or ola okay uh this, this is like a private cabby that the oh, black guy has got so i'm not even sure if uh, he he he's assisting the black guy in, in probably robbing us or something now if this chap was a nation i i would trust this guy you know uh a lot more than what i would or if he were wearing a hardy boys t-shirt <laughs> right so this guy uh, he's he's around 6 4 uh with all chest and biceps and you know uh if if, if this chap grabs both of us with each one of his hands i think we are done and uh, you would imagine the kind of fear that i would have at that point and we are going deep inside and uh, i asked this guy hey uh, you know how much more time is this going to take because we are already you know 10 minutes in while we have boarded the cab and he goes another 5 minutes and we will reach and okay uh, that's racist <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man I mean it's it's you know it all boils down to the fact that you know deep down inside you know you're subconsciously at least a racist everybody is it's just that people don't uh, yeah, you know, you discriminate even if you don't discriminate against races you do discriminate somehow whether it be class or money right I mean I don't want to cause any harm to you know people uh, that I'm scared of let me put it that way it's a sweet way of putting it because you can't <laughs> yeah I mean yeah even if I have more power I'll, I'll just leave them alone I mean let's say if I am the cop or I'm somebody else I'll just leave them I'll just let them live their own life you know you stay away from me I stay away from you I have no business with you you have no business with me so anyway I mean coming back to the story and uh, this chap takes us to a shady building he goes up and uh, you know just just gets us two pouches of cocaine my friend is still dead drunk and uh, 
he he wants to have coke right there with these guys in in their building because it's like a a small pub right all colorful lights and you know men women dancing and you know it's like a retro party going on there so we take the cocaine we pay him the money yeah <laughs> we pay him the money and then of course uh, we tell we tell the cabby to take us back and obviously that's done but it, till the time this experience lasted I mean, I was dead scared. I, I, at some point, I thought this is probably going to be the last day of my life. Trust me. <laughs> I was shitting my pants the entire journey, you know, back and forth, because during coming back, the driver, driver was there. That, that's the day. And uh, today, as we speak, I have never gone back to that place. Uh, I stay away from, you know, when I see a six-four dark-skinned guy, uh, I stay away from the guy, <laughs> as I said. So I'm not sure if this is racism. But uh, I have nothing to <laughs> do with you. Just being a scary cat, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah man. I mean, you do have uh, self-awareness to know who you are, what you're afraid of, who, who you're attracted to, and who you're not. Uh, mm-hmm. Some people do it subconsciously; they wouldn't even know, and they'll just be not just running away from them, but maybe putting them in harm, or maybe somehow subconsciously blaming them for some stuff. So right. I, I think. uh the george floyd case also brings this interesting point because it's mostly the cops uh and it's a very it's a, it's a very it's a pattern that we've seen for a very long time and i think this happened today or yesterday as well in atlanta I'm not mm-hmm. sure if you had the time to read about this but there was I another have. instance of this happening yeah so uh i'm not sure if it's their frustration that they think every that guy is a criminal maybe it, something happened in the past maybe someone close to them was harmed or harmed by someone of that race or something like that happened because it, it it has to be something like that man i don't get it I, nobody can just be so angry at a certain race for no reason right uh, the good thing though is I, i think this is still on the decline i mean a few decades ago slavery was legal so it's a huge step forward uh that we're actually now talking about this and we we are looking to create more awareness around this whole issue right. uh and uh, yeah hopefully we can just pass on this good habit to our future generations and hope this gets filtered out absolutely i mean as i mentioned it's it's okay to stay away from such people but at the same time it's just that you you shouldn't be causing any harm to them uh, neither should you you know look down on them in any way or means let's say if a crime happens and 9 uh, out of 10 crimes you have statistics to prove that you know a certain class of people have done it you should still not let your mind think that the 10th crime is also done by the same group of people you yeah, got to can be can be biased uh, just because of statistics you see a lot of you know crime if you look at statistics in the us a lot of crime prone areas have blacks you know uh, dominated regions uh, all dominated by blacks but that shouldn't let you uh, you know develop a mindset uh, that you know all blacks are bad people or maybe everybody you know has the same roots i've seen though the amount is rare but i've seen some black people uh, who who are trim- who've done tremendously well in academics and also are doing professionally very very well um so yeah man i mean in, in yeah, fact whole, i don't want to stick my neck out and also tell you that Uh, there could be a day where you know a black guy and me uh, if we just talk for some time and and our interests match i could be you know very good friends with the guy is just that this hasn't happened uh, in the past cuz you know i haven't had black friends but i wouldn't mind having one right now my intuition is such that through my experiences that 
I'm I'm a little scared, you know, because of the experiences that I've had. But you know, rare scenarios are always there. So yeah, I, I keep an open mind that way. As should everyone, and I think that is how we will bring about real change in the way we perceive people. And you're right that us as humans, we have more things in common uh, than just our skin color and where we're coming from or our background. I mean, the experience today that everyone has to go through, the struggles. They're all the same. Everybody wants to do well. Everybody wants. Everybody sees sorrow and pain in their lives. Everybody wants to support those things in their lives. And as soon as we start connecting on that level, I think we realize that there's so much beyond bias and prejudice that we have. Absolutely, and I think you rightly mentioned, man. I think the first step is to stop living in denial and accept that. Uh, at least subconsciously uh, you are a racist uh, 99% of the people you know don't really agree to that but i think the first thing is acceptance and then try to change uh, you know as a society because the society can only change if your mindset changes you talk about changing an entire nation uh, doesn't happen overnight i think once uh, proper education is given to them proper exposure in terms of what needs to be done where is given to them uh the mindset will change and i think when the majority of the people change their mindset i think we'll have a better nation so that that's my take at least on this absolutely cool so i think uh, you know we we bring up a very interesting topic here and uh, I, i thank you very very much sahil for joining in and giving us your time and uh, yeah you were listening to amidst the chaos uh, with rishi and uh, all of you guys have a very good night thank you thank you for listening